Yo, 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 what's going on, bro? Talk Nation. It's your boy Eric here. Got my brother Jamarcus on. And man, today we about to bring y'all this juice. I know we said we came back the week before and then we took off last week, but hey, we're back. We had to get another recharge because God had another message to bring. And so uh, we always gonna be obedient uh, to the Holy Spirit and let him lead however we gonna how it, uh, God wants us to go. So today though, yeah, we finna, we finna come sit on your couch. We finna come be all in your business. We finna, and I said finna, cause that's what it is. We finna be all in there. All right. So sit back, strap up. Hey bro, let's go, man. Hey, what's going on, bro? Talk nation, man. Hey, I know we coming to y'all on a Friday night, man, but Hey, we had to switch this one up, man. Cause the word has been too good and it's been itching on both of us to get this out early. So man, we, we came here and, uh, man, like I almost didn't make it, man. I almost didn't make it. Had some technical difficulties, but we are here. Uh, God has blessed us to make it through another week. And I hope he's blessed you, uh, to get through your work week and you are, um, we're just thankful for you to come here and sit with us to go through our journey today to talk about this topic, man, this 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 thing that has been like <laughs> for me and Ian, our journey has been crazy, man. But you know how our topics come. It comes after like uh, we're done with a podcast. We sit on and we talk about it afterwards. And we came up with this thing called fighting out of the suffering. Right. Man, like um, let that like let that sting for a little bit, like fighting out of the suffering. Right. You know, just because you're going through hard times do not mean you down for the count. Um, The crazy thing was when I was setting up the podcast and I was writing the uh, the actual title, it started making me think of the movie Friday <laughs> when he was fighting Devo. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, he got hit when Craig got hit that one good time. And his dad said these words, man. It's okay. It's okay. I've been down before. <laughs> like, as bro, as I was writing the title, it made me start thinking about that because <laughs> I was flashing back. But it's so funny, but it's so real because we have people that are on our sidelines. Like, when I came to my brother E and I started talking to him about my, you know, what I was going through and everything, he didn't say those exact words like, hey, it's okay, I've been down before. But he reassured me to say it's okay to be going through something. I need you to come to God as you are, not as you want to be, right? And in that moment right there when Craig was down after he got hit with that haymaker, like his dad words was, it's okay, I've been there before. Yeah. And he says something that I think, you know, is funny, but it's very important. He said, I taught him how to be down before. Now, the, the thing with that is, you know, when we're going through our Bible and we're we're listening to these testimonies and we listening to Mike Todd and shout out Robert McDew and shout out Steve Ferg and all these people that you may be listening to, these motivational speakers, have you been listening when they've been down before, like we always mm -hmm. want to hear those words to all oh, prosper is coming. Your blessing is coming. Greater is coming. All of these things. But are you listening to when they say they've been down before? Like what happens when you're down? What happens when you get hit so hard you have no chance but to fall? Like here's what we're talking about. And I want you to know and understand that the words that we're saying just because you're down does not mean you're out for the count. It is time for you to fight out of that suffering, right? Yeah. So 
I'm telling y'all, I'm coming strong because this is so strong with me because I've been there before and I want to let people know what I found when I was down and suffering and not to say that I don't suffer now I still suffer like suffer still continues to go on but I want you to know about a couple things when you're fighting out of suffering um I I had this thing written down where I was going to go through this long thing but I said you know what nope I'm gonna hop into like the meat and potatoes early and I'm gonna give y'all my anchor scripture of how I came about with the suffering, right? My anchor scripture where I'm coming from is where I'm starting is literally Luke 23, verse 26, uh, verse 23 through 20, uh, 26 through 27, my bad. Luke 23, 26 through 27. If we was in church, I'll tell y'all to say, I'll tell y'all to say we ready if y'all found it in your Bible. If you didn't, look on your neighbor and cheat real quick. All right? But listen, man, it's we're in the part of the Bible where I don't know how everybody else feel, but this is the part of the Bible that I hate. I, I, I'm sorry to say it. I hate it because this is the part of the Bible where Jesus is getting the crucifix is starting to happen. Not that he's on the cross yet, but I'm talking about the beating, the, the ridicule, the, the mockery. Everything is happening right now. I can't even watch Passion of the Christ anymore without feeling some type of way on this part so when i'm bringing this to you this is the part of the bible that's suffering all about suffering right here but there's a part about this suffering that made me hit up ian was like yo i never paid attention to this part and right now jesus they didn't put the they didn't put the thorns on him and they didn't put the cross on his back now this entire time, I used to think about the cross just being a piece of wood, and he was carrying it. But I never truly understood how significant the cross was to Jesus. Yeah. The cross is us. The cross is the world that he's carrying. And if you pay attention or you watch the movie or you read in the Bible how many times he failed, but he got back up. He fell with the cross on his back, but he knew how important the cross was. He had to get back up. He had to fight out of the suffering. He wasn't down for the count, right? Now, here's the part in the Bible where it says, as they led Jesus away, a man named Simon, who was from a different country, he was a foreigner, not even from where anything was going down. He was a bystander. Just sitting in the crowd, just seeing what's going on. It says he happened to be coming in from countryside. The soldier seized him and put the cross on him. Mm. He, mm. Like, if I just said the cross is us, and this dude was just a bystander, just, just happened to be walking it up, and they said, hey, hey, you right there. We need you to pick up this cross. We need you to pick up your friend. We need you to pick up your family member. We need you to pick up an entire nation. I know you're not from here. I know you had nothing to be doing with this, but we're telling you it's time to pick up the cross. They made him carry it behind Jesus and a large crowd trailed behind them, including many uh, grief-stricken women. Now, the reason I made this my anchor, right, is because I wanted to pay, like, significance and pay homage to this dude named Simon, 
who was from a foreign country that had no part into the crucifixion at all, didn't know anything about, he may have heard about Jesus, but did not know him. All he did was just show up and was like, hey, I'm just showing up to see what's going on. And look what he got pulled into for just showing up. So I got the first thing I got to ask y'all. What are you what are you afraid of to pull up to because you don't want the, the, the mission that's coming along with it? See, you may have pulled up to some things and you just stand into a crowd and they pulled you out of it because yeah. they need you to pick up the cross. Now, if you think I'm tripping, Luke 9.23 says, you know, die yourself every day and follow me. But the biggest part of that says, pick up your cross and follow me. And look at this. Like, uh, like, bro, I got to stop right there because it's just the anchor part. Like, this is the, the part we hanging on to, bro. Like, for real. Hey, man. Man. That, 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 that depiction of the cross being us, man. I never looked at it like that, man. I'm going to be <laughs> a thousand percent honest. But that is us. And the reason that he was a bystander is because even in the struggle, even in the struggle that Jesus had, yeah, that was his pur purpose and ordained time to be there to take. Mm, I like that. See, in struggling time and suffering, right? We yeah. are fighting battles with family. We fighting battles at work. We fighting battles in our own personal life, and we got our own personal demons. We got our own, <clears throat> you know, mental space that we deal with. There's still an appointed time where you need to be somewhere yep. to carry your cross. Right? That's good. That's good. That means you're gonna take on everything that's already been attacking you, and you're still yep. going into the fight. Right? It's just like a firefighter at a burning house. Even though he see the fire, the house on fire, he's still gonna take up that hose or that that uh that oxygen tank. I can't think of what we call it in the navy, but. <laughs> The oxygen tank, and he gonna go into the fire, even though he know it's gonna burn. I got a like question that. for y'all. If you like know that. that there's a test coming, you already know you in a test. You may be in a storm right now, but what are you gonna do? Are you just gonna stay in the storm for yourself? Because we said in many episodes ago, and God says all the time in the Bible that when He blesses you, it's not just for you. It's for your family. It's for your friends. It's for your the people in your circle. <laughs> it's for a stranger that's going to meet you sometime in life that you're going to help them come back to God. See, you got to take up all of that. Hey, man, we, we got work to do. It's time to go. I like that, bro. I like that because you, you said something, man, and I, I went and I had to go find the actual verse, man, because I didn't, you know, I, don't, I never want to miss misquote the Bible on the verse I was talking about. And what you said is like the most important part because you said like it's something like a firefighter who's looking at a fire. That's his job. That's his mission. Right. Even though fire is hot and I don't want to die, I yeah. know what I'm supposed to do. Right. Yeah. And that's what like that. Like, like that's what happened right there. And the verse Luke 9, 23, bro, let's, it says and he and he was saying to them all, if anyone wishes to follow me. He must deny himself. So, yeah. like, like you, that means you have to deny yourself. You have to kill everything about you. Like, yeah. the firefighter may be scared of fire, but if I sign up to be a firefighter, then I got to go in the fire, right? And it's then it says, <laughs> and take up his cross daily 
and uh and willingness to endure whatever may come. That part is important because Simon, like, he didn't have a choice, bro. Like, he was just sitting there. So, yeah. like, whatever came with the soldier saying, Hey, it's time for you to pick up this cross and help this man carry him, whatever may come from that is what's gonna happen. All right. Mm-hmm. So then it says, and follow me, conforming to my example and living, if need be suffering, or perhaps. Dying because of faith in me. So this was the part I wanted to get into, bro. So you know the entire time we look at suffering as something so bad, like, oh, my God, I'm suffering. Oh, my God. God is literally saying you may be suffering or perhaps you're dying because of the faith you have in him. So your suffering is stuff that's dying that the world is dying so that mm-hmm. your faith can multiply in him. Without suffering, there, there's no multiplying. See, you got to understand this. Like Simon probably had to suffer for those little minutes, those little minutes of being like, man, why y'all chose me? This is so messed up. But when he picked up the cross and got closer to Jesus in that time, you don't think that his faith grew? You don't think he had a question in his head like, why are you picking up this cross where all these people are mocking you and spitting on you? To me, it feels like Jesus would tell him because it's bigger than me. See, if I don't pick up this cross right now, all of y'all die. If I don't stay down with the count, we all perish. My mission, Jesus was, my mission is bigger than me. We talked about it in a pack. In a past podcast, bro, where we said Jesus suffered when he went into his betwixt, when he went to the garden, he was suffering. He he was praying so hard that blood was coming out of his eyes. If you don't think that's suffering beyond all suffering, I ain't never suffered like that yet. This he suffered so hard that he had an angel had to come and heal him. That was the first time someone came to him in suffering. The second time is when he fell, when he had us on his back. Someone came to help. It made me started thinking, let me show you how powerful God is. And let's tie it into it because he just gave me this. Jesus went into the garden and prayed for help, right? We all thought, and even after the podcast, I thought, oh, that's all that was game. God sent the angel. He's oh, good to go. Yeah. Don't you think God forecast and saw Simon and said, you know what? My boy is going to fall with the cross on his back. I'm going to send somebody who has not been a part Woo. of this mockery, who has not been a part of all of this. I need to send some fresh eyes. Matter of fact, I need to send some fresh legs in who doesn't have any type of judgment. Matter of fact, if he gets called out, he's going to come because he listens to authority. Man, come on, God. Show him who you're working with. Bro, I just thought about that right now. It just hit me right now that God forecast and put Simon on his mission. I bet you God be sitting up there like, man, I love it when a plan comes together. Because there's no other better way. See, when you're in your suffering... You pray for something, and he sends you something. You're like, oh, God, it got me on my suffering. And then he sends somebody like Eve to bring you out of your suffering even greater. See, Simon was to get Jesus all the way through the mission. He got him out of the garden by sending him an angel to give him his power up so that he can start 
the walk. But he also said, son, don't worry. I got somebody for you that's on the way on your walk. During the middle of your walk, when it can't, when it starts to get real, real rough, rough, I got somebody else to pick you up. Come on, man, bro. This is too good, man. This Bible is good. This Bible is good, bro. Let me jump on that one, man. Go ahead, man. Oh, man, y'all. This, man, we like, man, we just like pick this Bible, man. This is why the Bible reads you. I'm telling you. How many times have you been suffering and praying, crying out? Because we all get in them suffering places. See, yeah. Jesus was the blueprint. Mm-hmm. I like this, what is going. See, you got to take the whole walk of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I like what is going. And when you read that whole walk of Jesus, go stand in the mirror. <laughs> because that was you. Yeah, That's yeah. You today. Mm. See, just like us, when we're suffering and we feel like the walls are collapsing in, you're dealing with depression, you're dealing with sadness, you're dealing with hurt, pain, stress, financial stress, the walls are closing in. Yeah. And what do we do? We go to that garden. We go to the garden and we get to praying and the, the, the blood gets to coming out of our eyes. We call it tears. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And God sends you that help. It may not been in that moment, but it may be the next day. Right. And then we sit there. This hit me. He sent Simon. See, Jesus went and prayed for help. Said, Father, take this bitter cup from me. Yeah, take the cup. He said, I'll do you one better. I'll take the cross from you. (laughs) <laughs> and let somebody else carry it. Bro, I never, bro, I never looked at it like that. See, just like the story, man, I hear these pastors, these old pastors tell the story all the time. It's like the man drowning in the water and the man crying out to God said, God, send me some help. <laughs> and the man yeah. sent him a little small boat. He's like, yeah, that boat ain't going to do it. That boat too small. It look, look like it'll, it'll, it'll sink as soon as I get in it. Big fast. So the boat passes by him, and then another boat comes. And then there's a problem with the second boat. He said, No, I don't think that's gonna work either. So he let that boat go by. So then the third boat comes. There's something wrong with that boat. So the man ends up drowning and gets to heaven and said, God, I was crying out to you. Why you ain't send no help? He said, I sent you three boats. (laughs) Three of them. All you had to do was get in it. Yeah. See. Jesus went and prayed. And the angel was like, all right, I got you. You're a little weak right now. See, in the Bible it says, what is our weakness, God makes it our strength. Mm -hmm. Right? So he strengthened him to be able to even take the step for that journey. (laughs) Let me me come back. Let me say it again. Nobody caught it. Nobody did. They gave him strength (laughs) to start the journey. Mm. When you're suffering and you're trying to make it till tomorrow, it's hard to take that next step. It's hard to go into work knowing that you ain't got nothing in your refrigerator. Mm. It's hard to take that step when you know your wife just cheated on you. But see, when you get in that place and you go pray to God and he, you ask for that strength, you, help me. I've done it many a times. I did it yesterday. 
days and every day pretty much this week because I need that strength to get to the next step. Yo. See, the next step is where your help comes from. Man, that's good right there. I like that. I like that. I got to write that one down, bro. See, <sighs> Jesus had Simon. <laughs> you had insert whatever you want to put in there. I had a Jamarcus to help me come back from some things to even admit that, hey, bro, I struggle with I struggle with depression, bro. See, keeping that bottled up, what we do when we don't go pray, when we try to do it ourselves, you steady on that, that that cross steady getting heavier and heavier mm -hmm. and heavier. I never, bro, I never looked at it like that. Bro. He, he sent Simon to carry the dog. That's Ooh. what I'm saying, man. Like, I'm telling y'all, man, this Bible, man. If, if you get in the Bible, man, and let it just marinate in your soul, let it just read you, man, that I'm telling you, you'll be shocked just like I am, man. Like, I, it, it's crazy, man. So this is where I want to go next, bro. I, I want to talk about the different types of suffering because you, you hear suffering all the time and people be like, I'm suffering. And, you know, I suffer from headaches. I suffer from everything. I'm just out here suffering. Everybody's suffering, right? But... Like, how are you suffering? And it, it started making me think, like, man, I don't think, you, where can I get this from? Why not the Bible? The Bible is the instructions of all things. So the Bible could tell you how you how you can suffer. And it broke it down. And I there's it, it probably more, but I only found three. If you find more, man, put it in the chat. Hit us up later, whatever it is. But I'm going to give you all three ways to, um like, fighting out of the suffering. And then the types of suffering, right? So the first one, the three are that I got were suffering from bad decisions made by you. That, that, ooh, that one stings a little bit because, you know, we, we all got pride issues. And if you didn't know, pride, pride is the sin that the, the hidden sin. Pride is the sin that's that the one that hides. Pride hides. Right. Like, if you don't know about that, pride hides. Like, if I ask everybody right now, like. Do you have pride issues? We talked about it last podcast. Some of y'all wouldn't even admit that you got pride, which is yeah. a problem. Like, pride is what made the, the, the devil fall. So, like, suffering from bad decisions that you made. So, your suffering was caused from you. That's number one. We're going to go back and hit these one by one. Suffering that comes from sins of others. That one, that one is deep. That one is deep because we didn't all had things that had happened to us in our past, things that were done by other people that caused suffering. That one there has like a, uh, it's, it's, it's a heart tie, right? And then this, this last one, E, this last one got me, bro, because I was sitting here thinking, I was like, dog, this really makes sense. Mission, missional suffering or purpose suffering. Now, if you read in that Bible, at like when Luke 9.23 said that you're going to suffer just because of me, like Jesus, like he kept, he said this throughout the Bible by saying like, hey, I'm telling y'all just because of me, they going to hate y'all. Like just because you roll with me, you're going to get hated on. Like that's like being a part of the crew. Like, like dog, like I'm telling you, Jesus had drip. Like Jesus was literally saying like, hey, dog, I'm telling y'all. Just because of me, like y'all seen what happened with old girl touched the hymn. I'm telling y'all, they're gonna hate us, they're gonna hate us all. 
I'm telling you. Like, that's the, like, that missional purpose suffering, bro. Like, yeah. that one is strong. Like, yeah. I can be for real. Like, me coming on a podcast, just talking about God and doing all these things, it causes suffering. You want to know why? Because people will try to bring up who you are. No, I'm sorry. They would try to bring up who you used to be. Like, they would try to bring it up. Like, bro, like, you talking about Christ, you don't know who you are? Like, I know who I was, but I know who I'm becoming. Like, my wife shared something with us, and I shared it between E and everybody. Like, y'all looking for us at our old house. Like, we don't even live at that address no more. Like, come on, dog. Like, that's what it's talking about when it's speaking about missional, like, purpose suffering, right? So, E, I got to hop into the first one, bro. The very first one is talking about suffering caused by bad decisions by you. I went right to my boy on this one. David. David is the man to me. Like David, Job, and Paul. That's that's my three right there. For real, off the Bible. So David, right? David, it says in the Bible that he was a man after God's own heart, right? It says it in Samuel 13, 4, and then they repeat it in Acts 13, 22. Like, he's after God's own heart. That means that he is like, he's so much like in into God that he he lives in God's heart. Uh, God lives in David's heart. But guess what, though? David made some bad decisions that caused some suffering. And me and E broke this down because I skipped over it when we were talking about it. But have you ever made a bad decision and you didn't pay attention to the first bad decision you made? And that's what domino effect the suffering See, we know about David sleeping with uh, Bathsheba Shay. Is that her name? Bathsheba Shay? You know, Keisha, whoever. <laughs> when he seen her at the, at the pool. Y'all know I ain't good with these names, but her name was Bathsheba Shay. He seen her sleeping at the pool, bro. He lusted after her, right? That was a mistake that he made. But we skipped. Like, if, if you only go there, you skipped the first mistake he made, and he said it to me. He said, bro, did you forget that he stayed home? And I said, oh, my goodness. See, back in those days, kings were supposed to go fight with their army. Kings were supposed to be on the battlefield fighting when it was time to fight. Now, if you know the story of David, David ain't no punk. Like, David is a dude who took down Goliath. David is known for fighting. Yeah. But he stayed at home. This one battle. If he wouldn't have stayed at home, he would have never seen old girl sitting at the pool, lotioning up, getting her tan on, snapping for the Instagram. He never would have slid in the DMs. He never would have laid with her, had a baby with her. He never would have got her husband killed. It all started because he stayed at home. See, it was a decision that he made that caused his own suffering. See, he had a suffering that came up out of this, right? God, like, literally almost threw him away. He could, he, God had to confront him with a prophet to be like, hey, David, man, like, you tripping, dog. You done sent this dude out to get killed. Now you done told him to go lay with us so they can fake and have a baby and he can think it's yours. Now I got to kill the baby. Like, God put David through some suffering because he stayed 
at home. See, it wasn't because he laid with the girl. It wasn't because of all of this. It was because he wasn't so he wasn't where he was supposed to be when he was supposed to be. See, God said you are a king. And anytime my people are on the battlefield, you need to be right along beside him. But when David tried to do his own thing, once he had his pride go higher than God to say, oh, no, I ain't got to go fight no more. I'm a king, God. I'm going to sit here and chill. Things started domino affecting for David. See, it all starts with you thinking it started with you just sliding in the DM. Or you thinking it started with you ending up at the house. No, 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 no. It was way before that. It was way before when, when you put yourself in the place of God and you said, God, I got this. That's where the suffering started from your bad decision. Don't get him mistaken and thinking, oh, I'm suffering now because I cheated. Or I'm suffering now because I lied. Or I'm suffering now because I stole. No, see, the devil sends what's after us, what's in us. See, you got to let, let that sink in a little bit. The devil sends Man. what he sends after you, what's in you. The Bible already says sexual immortality, lying and all that stuff is in us. The devil ain't sending nothing that ain't in us. He already know the game plan. He knows you better than you know you. See, the reason why David got in trouble is because the, de the devil said, hey, I'm going to whisper something in your ear right now. God is going to tell you to go out here and die with these dudes. You ain't got to do that no more. You king, sit on your throne and be higher. And that's where he fell. Man, come on, man. Suffering from a bad decision that you made. Mm. I said we were going on, on their couch, but you can't sit uh, on yeah, my couch. Yeah, he sat on my couch. Yeah. Hey, man. He just gave y'all the secret sauce to how to defeat the enemy. The enemy only sends a whisper. It ain't nothing yep. big. It ain't nothing major to you. Nothing. nothing. Like you ever, you ever like you got in this relationship and then all of a sudden, you know, an ex hits you up and it triggers a memory. And you like first the first thing you think is, why are they hitting me up? And then you like. Now I forget all that. I ain't gonna talk to him. But then that memory comes. It's a good memory too. It don't mm -hmm. be the bad stuff because that one good memory kills all the bad stuff that took you away from that person that God then had to heal you from because yep. you was in the garden crying out, <laughs> eyes of uh, eyes of blood to help <laughs> save you. And then the enemy said, "Okay, all right, let me go and send them back your way since." You know, I'm following the Lord now. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it always starts with a whisper. Like it's always something small. Shoot, even Jesus got tested. Again, we're going to go back to the blueprint. He went into, soon as he got baptized, the water wasn't even dried off on him yet. <laughs> and the enemy came and said, hey, if you if, if you the son of, son of God, Throw yourself off this cliff and call the angels to, get, to help you so you don't bump your head, so you don't strike your head on, on a rock. But see, one thing about this suffering, one thing about that whisper, one thing about the whole crucifixion, the whole thing about Jesus coming, walking the earth, suffering and dying and carrying us on his back and then rising again for us is that authority was left behind when he did that. Mm. Or that when them whispers comes, we can just tell it to go away. I like that, bro. 
But see, it's easier to do what the world says to do. It's easier because it looks better. Well, yeah. I'm gonna just <clears throat> I'm gonna just see why he hit me up. Or oh, I'm gonna see why she hit me up. Yeah. And then it starts into, you know, players. We know the we know the game. Yeah, you know, I, I I messed up. You were the greatest person that ever happened to me. Ever since you, I ain't never met nobody better. And then it puts that little smile on your face. See, that's we see. See, that's when you turn into David. It was like, you know what? I ain't I ain't going to no war. I'm the king. Yeah. That little whisper called pride sits in. So mm-hmm. now you're smiling at that that text like, ha, ha, I knew it. See, now you right where the enemy got you. And then all of a sudden, you end up over that person's house. And all of a sudden, now you, your clothes is on the floor. And all of a sudden, now you're waking up feeling guilty saying, God, probably, God, I'm sorry. And now you feel shame. So now, three weeks that happen later, he ain't fooling with you no more. She ain't fooling with you no more. And you ain't prayed in a while. And now them prayers and turn into you trying to sustain what you trying, what you what's going on in your life. Because now the kids is go, it's a problem with the kids. Something happening at school, right? Some something going on with your job, the smallest thing frustrating you now. Yep. You see how it, it's a it's a chain reaction, just like my brother said, the domino effect. See, it's the small things that we look over. See, we looking for the big blessings, but not the small dangers. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's good. That's the whisper, man. Yeah. You can't even hear it that good. He's like, you you hear it, you be like, what was that? That's good. I like that, bro. You say <laughs> you say we looking for the big miracles, but missing the small dangers, man. That's yeah. real good. Cause it it like you gotta understand a whisper is so small, man. And the God says, like in the Bible, it says that you know He talks to His children. It also says the devil talks to talks to us too. But His children know His voice, right? So, like, you got to understand what you're listening to, man. That's so important, man. I, I love what you said there. As I was going on, man, um, I know we. I, I'm gonna spend like a like a couple more seconds on this bad decision. You got to understand too what I like want to get from this suffering. David made him David made a mistake and he was unrepentant of at first. Like it, it says in the Bible, like when the prophet came, he didn't want to repent. But you know, until God kept bringing it down, of yeah. course he yielded and then he repented, right? Yeah. But you got to understand like what happened with this. Like with his self, with his one bad decision, it caused this thing that um that we have this generational curse. Mm. Like you got to understand, his son was Solomon, right? His son yeah. was Solomon. That was David's son. And Solomon was the most wisdom, like wisest person in the land, right? Yeah. But you got to remember, Solomon made a bad decision, too. He had a problem mm-hmm. with the ladies. And he married somebody that he wasn't supposed to marry, right? This And, and, and it's so crazy because if you think about it, was this because of David, David's, like, decision? Did that generational curse happen because of this? I went on a fishing trip this um like this past week, man. We me and my uncles, we have this this annual fishing trip that we do like every year, man. And we did it earlier in April. And it was so amazing because I learned so much more about my family. I learned so much more about my grandfather, but I learned something that was very important. I learned where I got some of my generational curses from. I learned why I am how I am. 
Like mm-hmm. my uncle told me, like, yeah, your grandfather, dog, yep, that was him. And I'm like, okay, so I see where these things have led down the line. The more you know about where you come from and who you are can help you pray for things that you need to get rid of. See, I didn't even know what to pray for when I was younger. I didn't need to know that I needed to pray to get this general curse off me to, to like give the light that I need to give to the world, right? I don't need to give myself, but I need to give God my light to the world. But coming off this fishing trip, bro, it made me understand and be like, yo, I got to pray for things that were not even my fault. Like, yeah. And that leads me right into the next segment, like the next suffering, bro. Like suffering that comes from sins of others. Like this one hit me hard, bro, because, you know, we talked about this in past podcasts and I love to share the story. Now I didn't share it as much, but I was like, I, you know, I was we, we said it before. I was sexually abused as a young kid and I went through so much depression didn't talk to therapists when I was younger, only started talking to a therapist like when I got up in my 30s. So all of that in me stayed in me for all of that time. Like, and this sin wasn't my fault. Like I had, I did nothing wrong. I was just a kid. So like the suffering that I went through, I suffered because of someone else. Now it made me start thinking like, man, how could I never, how could I release this or where could I get instruction from? Guess what? It's in the Bible. Like somebody else in the Bible suffered because of someone else. Now I'm about to mess this dude name all the way up and I'm okay with that. All right. I need you guys to understand that. I mess people names up. It ain't even Bible names. I mess up regular names. If your name got more than three syllables, I'm from the country. I'm going to mess it up. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. But this is John. Jonathan had a son. I'm going to try this E and I'm going to try my best. I'm going to break it you, down. Guys, bro. Mephibah self. That's what I'm going with. That's what it looked like. I, I ain't got that one. Yeah, Mephibah self. That's what I'm going with. It looked like that. Look it up in the Bible. Y'all can break it down to me in the comments, but that's what I'm going with. All right. I'm going to call him Lit MM. That's what I'm going to call him. All right. Lit MM. Now, Saul, <laughs> Saul had been, you know, running the kingdom for all this time. He'd been yeah. doing his thing, but now some people were coming after Saul. They wanted Saul to die. So Saul had already died right now. Where we're starting out in, in 2 Samuel 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 4. He had already died. So the people was coming to the house now. They was coming to ramage and take everything. Lit M.M. was sitting there, right? That's what I told y'all that's what I'm going with. Lit M.M. was sitting there. And he had a personal nurse, bro. And he was only five years old. So she was scared to death. All these people were coming in, killing people. They was coming in and stealing. She grabbed little M.M. and she dropped him. She dropped him. And the Bible says he was crippled for life. So you telling me this kid who could have ran himself because the Bible said he was five. All she had to do was grab his hand and lead the way. She was so scared. She decided to pick him up and run with him. But in her fear, she dropped him. See, he had no choice in being crippled. He got crippled because of someone else's choice 
to drop him. See, how many of y'all are out there right now who got dropped when you did not have a choice? How many out there are y'all right now who are suffering from abuse and you had no choice to fight back? See, I've been there before, and this is why this one touches me so hard, because I had no choice to be crippled. I was only a child who got dropped. The same as this child in this in this in this story, he got dropped and he had to suffer because of someone else's choices. Man, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go in deeper, bro. But I'm I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you filter in. There's more to this, man. There's more to it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything you just said, yeah, yeah. Sins of our fathers. So. We talk about this all the time on the podcast, the things that me and my brother been through that affected us even into our adult life today. And, man, you got to look in that mirror and, and, and think about the things that happened to you. Like, these are the strongholds of your life that you have to take to God. You have to oh, pray right. about them. You have to pray them out. You have to get... It's, that's, that's the constant fight that I think that the enemy whispers to us. Yeah. Right. You find people that can't even stay in stable relationships because they fighting the battles of past things that happened to them when they was a kid. I remember going to uh, when I first got to San Antonio and, um, you know, me and my brother, our first episode was talking about counseling. And that yep. came, uh, I think they came a week after I went to my first counseling session ever by myself. And within five or 10, 15 minutes, <clears throat> the lady broke down so much of my relationship life. And I, I never understood that until when she broke it down to me. She said, because I had been through uh, child abuse and things of that nature, that that's why I was having trouble in relationships. Mm. That's why I was treating women like they, they were just nothing to me. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a heart for women, right? I just did what I did and I kept it moving. You cry to me, I mean, I'm gonna look at you like I don't even know why you're crying. Like, but see, I was trying to fix something that happened to me when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I was trying to fix people trying to fix the past. Mm -hmm. I used two marriages that I would that I was in. I was trying to use those two women, I was trying to help. And be Captain Saver, dude, and do everything for them because I'm still trying to heal what the the women did to me in my past. And I did not know how much greater impact that it had on my life. But see, that's why God is who he is. See, you can go through things in your life. But God already see this is why He already said who you are, so that you you don't have to believe the sins of your fathers. Yeah, if you don't have to. You can actually just hey get rid of them because God says cast all your cares upon Me. He said I'll take them from you, but we get stuck. We get crippled just like that little boy. We get crippled. So that's why you're sitting there going through pain. That's why you're going through. Bad relationship after bad relationship. That's why you're trying to pacify your situation. That's why you're trying to bandage your mental stress. Like, 
you got to give that up, man. You you got to turn that over. And it and it's hard, man. It's hard, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, bro, it's hard. I still I still deal with some of it now because yeah. I have trust issues now today because of what happened in my past. It wasn't even my fault. But I turn those things over daily to God to help me with them. And I've gotten 12 times better than what I was a year ago. And that's and that's the journey of your walk. Like you, you, you think you suffering, but you, you don't have to. Suffering, hey, this is a public service announcement. Suffering <laughs> is your own choice. And y'all might say, hey, E, that's insensitive. I don't think it is. That's just me. That's my opinion. Suffering is your choice. Because the thing about yesterday, guess what? You can't turn around and go back to it. Mm. That's lady, the lady that dropped the little boy, my fever fell, whatever his name. I call him ML. Let him. <laughs> he can't go back and fix his legs. To walk nah. So that's, you can't do nothing about that. It happened. Yeah, it happened. It didn't happen to you. It just happened. I like God that, said bro. greater is coming. <laughs> I like that. Okay, bro. Now, that was the one we just talked about was the uh, suffering from, you know, cause from others. The last one I have, bro, before we tie all this together, bro, is missional or purpose suffering, right? And, you know, there, there, there are so many ways and so many people I could talk about you know, who suffered uh, because of their mission. We could talk about the story of Joe, which is one of me and E's favorite. You know, e, Joe was the righteous man walking the earth and he had to suffer, you know, but it was for a purpose. It was a it was a purpose behind his suffering. Right. We could talk about Paul, uh, you know, Saul going into Paul. He suffered for being blind on the road, um, you know, all those things. But I want to stick to like my anchor uh, anchor, you know, scripture where we was talking about it. And there's no better person to talk about it, but Jesus, like you got to understand, like I told y'all, like, I hate this part of the Bible, but it it has so much meaning when you break it down. Like God took lashes, like lashes for us. It says 39, like it says 39. Paul says he took, you know, one less, uh, you know, 40, 40 less one than you, like 39. He took 39 of them. He had a, 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 a bush, a thorn bush put on his head. You know, that suffering that he took, like, it was all for the mission. Like, Jesus knew what was more important than him. He knew our lives were at stake. And that was the mission. That was the purpose of him living. He knew that no matter how big I can be or I know I can do greater things, my mission, the reason why God put me on this earth is for us. And he knew that he had to go get on that cross. So I want to, I got to break that down with y'all that some of your suffering that you go through is for a purpose that's greater than you. Like I'll speak to the parents out of there. Like some of y'all got to understand that some of the suffering you go through is so that your kids can see and learn and grow from your suffering. See, you're there to teach them a lesson. All of that heartache, all of that you know, struggling, not having this to pay for that. Your kids are learning. They're watching you saying, if I I can only see, and if you get in your Bible and start praying, they will pick those things up and know that, okay, whenever I'm down, I just pick up the word of God and I can feel better. I can turn on music and I can feel better. Your suffering 
It's bigger than you. It's for your purpose. There are people who are looking at your suffering saying, oh my God, how did you come out of that? It's only one word. It's to give God glory. See, your suffering yeah. is sometimes for your mission. Stop looking at your suffering like everything is attacking you. No, no, no. Your suffering, like the Bible says, is dying you so that your faith in him can grow. So out of suffering, what's going to come? It's going to come growth. See, you got to understand, man, your suffering, you, 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 you underneath. You ain't you ain't buried. You just dug in. You suffering, but after that suffering comes the sprout. After that suffering comes the greater. There's a song out there by Jaquela Carr. Like you, you, it is greater is coming. She literally says that you got to go through the beating. You got to go through the pressing. You got to go through all that so your oil can flow. That's what's important. My wife's just cutting off. That's how I know God working. Like, you got to <laughs> understand, man. Like, this is the way how you got to get it, man. Your suffering comes from purpose, bro. I'm going to stop right there because I want to tie all this all up together, E, but I'm going to let you jump in, man, because I know you got to, man. Yo. There's a song by Todd Triplett, man. That I just, I, I don't know if it just came out, but I just heard. And it said, the song is titled Anyhow. Mm. And some of the lyrics says, I'm gonna give you the ending of the lyrics, right? This yeah. is the last part of the of the lyrics. It says, hits keep coming after hit. Got me thinking maybe this is it. Got the war going on in my mind, trying to make me think my faith is counterfeit. Mm. Certain days I feel like my faith is running low, but it's a mustard seed, so I believe in what I sow. So in tears, what what your water will grow. Never fear, it's all under control. The storm is here, but I'm sleep on the boat. Everything I went through, I know I will be blessed. Trying to pull me down, but I see the mark, so I press. Ooh. Christ brought me out so many times. Why stress? So I sing hallelujah anyhow. Mm -hmm. Through the text. My brother just told y'all, y'all can get a song and it'll bring you out of some things that you in. See, when you're sitting in that suffering, man, understand that this ain't this ain't it. It's not. Suffering. Got it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Suffering is only the next scene in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go there. See, when, when when you know when you get to a movie and then it changes and go into a whole different place where the, all the other characters are. That's suffering. You in this season, you suffering. You're there. It hurts. But then that cut scene comes in, and now you're doing your, your Rocky Bad Boy montage. And now you're lifting weights, meaning you're in your Bible. You, you, you're, you're running around because now you're singing a song. You got a song. You didn't turn on Pandora and put it on the gospel station versus... Uh, little baby, right? <laughs> <laughs> and now when you get to the next scene, see, people see you right now and they were like, man, you made it a mighty long way. But in your mind, you still suffering. Yeah. See, the, str the struggle of suffering, man, I love, bring me the, man, give me the rain. I think Prophet uh, Lil Wayne said, send me the rain. <laughs> right? Yeah, he I, did. I, <laughs> Give me the rain because I know when I come out of the rain, see, when there is raining, when there is a raining season, right, 
and the, the, everything is just it's just wet outside for the longest, right? But when when it when it dries up, see what you don't water, it grows. Mm, there you go, grows. So in your suffering, you didn't you didn't water your your mustard seed faith in tears and prayer. Mm-hmm. See when it when the sun come back out though, now people are like man, you looking different? No, 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 no. This praying, this crying out, going through the suffering, you see new growth. For the ladies, that's when you know when y'all is get that new growth. My bad, but <laughs> you got that new growth, right? They gonna log off. Yeah, they probably they probably gonna cut me up, but you got that new growth, right? Because now they see the difference in you. Because Jesus went through it, <laughs> they poked him in his side, they lashed him, put thorns on him, stapled his hands, yeah, tied him up, put a heavy cross on his back because that cross wasn't light. Nah, it wasn't. You know what I mean? So how did he how did how did he gave God gave us the blueprint? That's why he sent Jesus for us. Because he knew if he did not send something tangible we can see, because you don't see with your eyes open, you see in faith. If you That's don't see word. tangible with your eyes, you literally read that Bible, you see everything that happens. I you can't tell me you don't. That's the word right there. I like that tangible. Yeah. See, when you saw that Jesus, man, when he got up and he had all power and he left authority and a helpmate here, the Holy Spirit with us to get through the suffering. See, you've been crying and saying, help me. But God said, hey, the Holy Spirit been with you the whole time. <laughs> Your help is right there. Man. All you got to do is call him. He said, God said, let me in. Hey, I'll come help everything. I'll come take all that from you. Yeah. He said, you take a step toward, he said, you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. Mm. He said, knocking it shall be answered. Mm. Asking it shall be given. These are Damn, bro. in the Bible. <laughs> bro. Oh, man. Okay, man. Y'all, like, okay. So we just sat up here and we didn't talked about, like, you know, I, I can't break it down no better than he just broke it down. But I'm gonna get into this part, man, because this is what this is what's been hanging on me, man. So, mm -hmm. like, we didn't talk about those three type of ways of like how suffering happens, right? We said, you know, suffering from bad decisions that we've made ourselves, suffering from sins that came from somebody else we had no control over, and then mission and purpose suffering, right? So, I'm gonna give a quick thing, real quick. Like on this fishing trip, I was helping my, my uncle cut grass. Like, I don't know how I, I ended up in the yard service, but I did. So we cut like seven grass. We, 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 man, I, I was sending pictures to my, my wife and everything. I'm like, I'm going to leave, but I'm working. But he had me started cutting grass, right? And I have my way of cutting grass. Like literally I go up and I come down in that same path that I went up on. That's the way I was taught. That was whatever. I started to cut the grass that way. And he came over there and he was like, hey, son. He calls me his son. He was like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I'm cutting grass. This is how you cut grass. You go up and you come down in the same way. He was like, no, 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 no. You need to go up and then you turn and then you come back around. He was like, this is how you get patterns in your grass. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, this is how you make the grass look like it's patterns. Just like when you're vacuuming. And I was like, hold on. I never paid attention to that. And you know what's so crazy when God talks to you and you know when you're getting closer to God, mm -hmm. when you start getting words out of nothing that had nothing to do with God. And I sat back and after we got done, I looked at this grass and I said, 
You know what? The entire time I've been cutting my yard the way I was taught, the way that I've always seen, I never had the patterns to look like my grass was cut. Every time I walked by, I kept saying, Dang, I just cut this grass. Why it don't look cut? But when I cut those people's grass, the way my uncle taught me how, when I learned something new, the grass looked cut. See, I'm about to break you down on what this means and how this turns in. See, we oh, talked man. about all of this suffering. We talked about how all it looked. But did you pay attention to what happened after like he said, and all this suffering. We talked about Lit M.M. Who, who, you know, crippled or whatever. But did you not know what happened later on in the story on how it looked different? See, David became king and he reached out to find out if Jonathan had any living family that he can bless. See, he brought little M.M. out of this, this city called uh, Labar, which was a place where they sent all the misfits through. All the people who were lost. The people that threw away that got like the people that were not not bougie it was the place where no one wanted to go see mm -hmm. for you to come out of your suffering don't worry about all these other people god is going to send you a king see you gotta let this sink in for him for him to come out of all those years of suffering and being crippled he had to wait till a king got on the throne when that king got on the throne is when he brought him out now in the bible it says little emil came and he got down in front of david and david was like yo now nah, get up i'm about to bless you because i made a promise to jonathan that if anybody lives he will have the same thing that I have. Not only did he bless him and gave him a place to stay, but he said, you're going to eat at the same table that I eat at. See, you got to understand, out of your suffering, you're going to eat at the same table that a king sits at. Your king is named God. See, you're not just going to eat at regular tables, whereas a whole bunch of table, hey. tables made with a whole bunch of plates. God yeah. said, I'm making a table just for me and you, so you mm. can sit down with the king and we can talk about some king things. See, if you sit down at the table... With more than one person and with God, you ain't at the right table. You may have sat down at somebody else's table. Get up and find your own seat. See, that's just one part. Now we can talk about another part in the Bible where that you missed too. See, that same suffering that Jesus had, that same suffering that he had with the cross on his back, see, it's very cool, and you missed the part. A foreigner came and helped Jesus out with that cross. A foreigner. Who is your foreigner that's coming to pick up their cross with you? My foreigner was named Eric. See, I never knew him before I met him. This is just a random dude. And I hate talking about dudes with anything that I'm going through. But I kept knocking at me in my head saying, hey, I'm sending somebody your way. Open up your eyes and let me in. I, if you knock, I'm going to enter if you open up the door. You got to open up your door when you're in your suffering. You got to get in your garden when you're in your suffering. Because if you do not, somebody is not going to come pick up your cross. You may end up being crucified, but at the same time, you will rise again. See, we have a living a living testimony that came and did everything that we can do. I know you've been down. I have too. And I have died before. But he rose me up again because someone came and walked with their cross with me. That's why the Bible says, deny yourself every day and pick up your cross. Out of your suffering comes nothing but growth. I need you to understand there and hear this tonight. Get in your Bible. Don't let this suffering just be your season. Even if you're in a suffering season, don't mean that life can't come out of that season.
All right. Get through the season. Go through the hell. Go through it all so you can come out smelling just like God. That's all I got to say. Bro, I'm done. This, is, this right here was it. This was it, dog. This was it. This was good, bro. Oh, I needed this one tonight. I'm telling you. I needed this one tonight. Bro. Oh, man. So I'm, I'm going to try to come behind that, guys. Because <laughs> He just kept that. God, man, God gave you a word, bro. For real. That everything just punched me dead in my lip. I mean, my God. Hey, like I always say, man, I've said this on past podcasts, and my brother just reiterated it even more. Everything that you are going through is not for you. Mm. I need you to understand this. Mm-mm-mm. You are just a tree, right? Picture a tree. See, in the country, you know what I mean? Me and my boy, we from the country, right? Yeah. And, you know, we don't have fences, at, at you know, in the neighborhoods we stayed at. There weren't no fences. You know, <laughs> people had, you know, it's your house, your grandma and them house, and then their neighbor's house. And for some reason, the neighbor's plum tree used to always be great. See, that plum tree was on their property. Yeah. That wasn't our property. But she let us come eat off her tree. See, if you never go through anything... How can somebody else get help or heal? You are a tree. God is taking. See, when you plant a tree, it got to go through some processes. Your suffering is a process. You got to go through these things. You got to go through that pain. You got to water that 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 seed because them tears got to fall out your eyes. Yeah. See. Mm. All right, we yeah. back. We might went out. See, muted himself. He don't want this word to come out, but it's coming. See, when you go through pain, right? As kids, they tell you don't touch the stove, but you go through some pain. I guarantee you won't touch that stove again, right? See, big facts. When you die, when when you going through this suffering, you got it's some things that that gotta happen inside of you, so it can come out and somebody else can get healing from it. You know how people get over depression. From other people telling their stories and how they got over the press. Testimonies all day. How people stay married for 30, 40, 50 years, go sit with an older couple and ask them how did they make it. You want to know how your how you how you gonna come out of the suffering that you in right now? Did you not just hear us talk about Jesus picking getting the cross picked up by Simon and he still made it and rose with all authority? Yeah. <laughs> so that now we don't have to go through the whole entire test. He actually gave us the cheat sheet. Mm-hmm. He actually gave us a full tree that all we got to do is just go pick off of it. See, what, good, bro. what you're going through ain't just for you. See, we get when we're going through stuff, we become selfish in the mind. I'm the only one going through this. Oh, God, I need you to help me. Why have you left me? God ain't left you, man. God sitting there saying... <laughs> you already know the answer to the test. I'm telling you. God said you already got victory. He said you already got victory. Hey, if you don't know by now, for the next 100,000 sufferings that you go through, know that the ending to the movie is what happens. The, the oh. You're good. <laughs> That's good right there. <laughs> That's hey, good. Guess what? You were saying that the last time when you were suffering. 
guess where you are now? Because you look back, you're like, man, I made it through that. No, you didn't do nothing. That's good. <laughs> I did that. So I'm going to end it right here, man, because um, in my uh, – I went on a, on a fast, and one of my uh, devotionals – and this is how unscripted this is because I ain't even told my brother about it. <laughs> so the scripture that I got – and this was yesterday, bro, because I was like, I'm ready for Saturday, but God said, no, it's coming today. So it came out of 1 Kings 2. And it's going from verse three to four. It says, keep the charge of the Lord, your God. That is, fulfill your obligation to walk in his ways. Keep his statutes, his commandments, his precepts, his testimonies. As it is written in the law of Moses, so that you may succeed in everything that you do. And whatever, wherever you turn. So that the Lord may fulfill his promise concerning me, saying, if our sons are careful regarding the way of life to walk mm. before me in truth with all their heart and mind and with all their soul, you shall not fail to have a man, quotations, descendants on the throne of Israel. God just told you you're going to win again. That's, mm. You never lose this battle. You never lose in suffering. Hey, fighting out of suffering, guess what? You win. Flawless victory. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. You win. Hey, man. Win. There's a gospel song that says, you win, or I win, I think. You win. Hey, there's no other game you can ever play in life that you know you're going to win. Ever. Because your father loves you that much. He said, hey, man, I know you was going to have sex with that woman. I knew you was going to cheat on your husband. I knew you was going to lie. I knew you was going to steal. That's why he put him in the commandments. But he said, guess what? You win anyway. So all that shame that you feeling, that you don't want to talk about it, you want to tell nobody, you better put some light on that darkness in your life. Yeah. And you win a circle. Mm. That's good, man. Somebody needed that tonight, man. Somebody, somebody needed that word, man. Hey, man. Like I said, man, this was good, guys. This was good, man. I am forever grateful, man. I'm forever at his feet, man. I hope whoever needed to hear this word tonight uh, got a word tonight, man, because I, I most definitely got what I needed to hear tonight. And, you know, all I can do is say thank you, God, each and every day uh, for getting me through letting me know, but thank you to Eve for letting me know that all I do is win, win, win. Like, you got to understand that, man. Uh, so, I have nothing else. I can't wait to see everybody next Saturday. Yes. Um, I will say this, man. If you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, please go on and check out the YouTube table, uh, YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button, man. Let us know what you like, it, man. Let us know what you want to see. Leave comments, man. Um, if you need prayer, let us know, man. We're always here. We're just here to spread the gospel. Yeah. That's all we is. And the gospel is good news, man. E, I got nothing else, man. Hey, man, I ain't got nothing else, man. Hey, we love everybody. We're praying for everybody's uh, journey, their strength. And their, hey, you got your weakness is strength, man. Give that to God because he's going to make whatever you think is weak strong. And just know that you are loved by the most high. Most high. Win every time. All right, so don't let the enemy or nobody else 
tell you a lie because the devil is a liar. That's what that's, right? that's what they say. Hey, God said you fearfully and beautifully made. Yeah, you know, hey, you win, man. All I got, man. Hey, we'll see you on the next one. Stay tuned. Be blessed, and we'll see you.